0: Hello, welcome to Blaze Pod. It's Thursday, I think. It's Thursday, right?
1: It is Thursday. It's Thursday,
0: yeah. the 3rd of November. My name's Ben. The voice you're hearing there is of course Andrew. How are you mate? I'm good mate. How are you sir? I'm um, very good as well apart from for some reason having no idea what day it is. Um <laughs> how's how's the uh, the voice box all, all recovered from uh Yeah. you in Bristol?
1: back to its worst uh yeah a bit, bit very croaky yesterday i mean i was thinking along and stuff obviously at the match but um a lot of it was mostly what are you doing <laughs> <the> Performance.
0: So. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure a few more <laughs> choice words included in that however the blades do win for the second game in a row two away games six points two clean sheets when you just look at it like that that's uh all, all really rather marvellous, yeah. isn't it? But yes. um, not exactly a classic was how I saw this game on uh, on my sofa. You were obviously there, so I would like to get mm. your uh, your impressions of the the game in the evening first, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, the the day was fantastic. I'd really like to do Bristol again on a hotter, less rainy day. (laughs) (laughs) It did look Uh, horrendous weather wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really, I thought the ground, I really liked the ground and I liked the, the, we went to Thornbury before and stuff. And yeah, I had a fantastic, fantastic day. And then the match kicked off. (laughs) um, Yeah, and uh, I messaged you obviously at full time saying, I think I said something like, were we as, were I just really tired or (laughs) were we? (laughs) That bad, and you like you were like, no, we were pretty rubbish. To be fair,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the worst I've seen us play for. I'm trying to think if I've seen us play worse than that this season. We, we I, 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 it's up there.
1: Yeah. I assume we probably have, but um, I think. Well, there's... I think it, it, it were very. I was saying all the way through, it was just like Coventry this away, just like Coventry. I obviously didn't go to that when we watched it, mm. but Coventry were better. Yeah, I thought we were.
0: I thought we were worse against Bristol City. Yeah, than yeah, Coventry, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree, but um, obviously the
1: result went our way. And you know what? I've I want to say this before I forget that I've slagged off a lot of sides. <laughs> This season, and said they're rubbish. They're rubbish. They're rubbish. I really were impressed with Bristol. I can see why Bristol City. Sorry, I, I realise why they're not they're not up the table because for all the pressure and stuff, they didn't really create that much. But mm. I thought tactically they were spot on. I thought they they closed down closed it down unbelievably well. Obviously shut all off uh, and everything. All all our play it comes from him. Yeah. But also the, they played sort of three up front pressing three defenders. Who aren't the best on the ball in Basham mm. Megan and JLT. And I think those three showed other things to the game, especially at the end. But and we'd never we were just oofing it long, oofing it long up to, to Billy Sharp, we didn't get any foothold in the game. And I was really impressed with Bristol City, I have to say, but for all the stuff that they had, all the all the possession and all the, the pressure, there were only really two chances That I was like, that that will okay, Um, and and one of them were from about fifty yards out. So
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, you know, maybe I got to say it didn't really occur to me to give Bristol City some credit for uh, making us look terrible. Um, But yeah, I I think you you make a really good point, particularly about that front three. Uh, And yeah, the I I, you know watching the game on my own essentially was um, internally being very critical of. That back three's ability to pass the ball in this game because I thought it was yeah. just awful. But then, yeah, maybe a lot of that is down to the pressure of um, yeah Conway, Vyman and uh, and Wells. I mean, you say about Norwood. I actually, I, I realize I meant to follow up on this. I looked at I looked at half time. Norwood had passed the ball, I think, twenty one times in the first half, and I was like, that's that's way down. He's usually like you know yeah. seventy to hundred passes a game. He actually passed it even less in the second half. He finished with 33 wow. completed passes out of 40. I mean, that really does underline how swamped we were getting in midfield, yeah. even
1: after we'd made a tactical change. And bizarrely, I thought we were our best midfielder as well. Yeah. Because, and I think he's having to do it all on his own at the moment. Fleck we're awful in this match. Um, and then obviously we'll come on to Kadra and, and, uh, and die in midfield, and that didn't work. I thought McAtee did well defensively. I thought he showed a different side of his game. A lot of hard work. Obviously, got a few blocks in and stuff, but yeah, we there's, there's, there's no point in addressing it. All. We didn't deserve to win. We probably well, we deserve to lose. Yeah, but I, I mean, are we due one? Are we due one of those? There's a couple of games this season. QPR at home springs to mind where we probably didn't get what we deserved. And you've got to take it. And the, I think the best thing I can say about the performance is they, they were digging in, and the, you can't fault the commitment. Put it that way.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean overall, I'm absolutely delighted when the full-time whistle blows. I, this is a game for me that I'm not worried about the performance. Like I didn't enjoy it in the moment. Obviously, I thought, you know, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was a really poor game for the most part. It sort of came to life a bit in the second half um, as Bristol City kind of pushed to try and equalise. I guess, but yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, I, I, again, I look at our team, and I know this is just like the norm now, but. It's not even close to our strongest. I mean, no, there not, not. Uh, must be. Uh, I mean, I, I guess the, the the two of the back three you could say is first choice. Jack
1: Robinson probably first choice, I guess. On the yeah, left, yeah, Norton yeah, Davis probably. Maybe, if everyone's first, actually, if you're asking me, yeah, I think you've probably only got Endai Norwood, Egan, and Egan and Fodringham. Fodringham,
0: and no, and 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 Jai was playing in the wrong position.
1: And Jai's in the wrong position. I think for me, if everyone was fit, I'd have Norton Davis at left centre half. But yeah.
0: I would. Uh I'd have a real left wing back. I'd have Doyle <laughs> next to uh next to Fleck. I'd probably start Bogle o- over Bulldog, Armad yeah. over Basham, obviously. And yeah. McBurney and N'Jai uh over Sharp and Kadra yeah, up, front. up front. Um so yeah. I'm not I I guess I'm not shocked that we didn't play well. Um, you know, even if it was kinda alarming to watch at times. Um I just I, I I think we should probably talk about the, the substitution first
1: I guess because yeah bizarre this because I presumed obviously being at the match I thought he must have got an injury mm. because obviously that's what you think oh, I mean, no, nothing on and I know he, he didn't sort of hobble off but I thought it's not often you see that is it That especially I mean we've criticised Ekinbot for not making substitute, substitutions earlier mm-hmm. it matches so to hook someone off after half an hour and I know there's a big debate about this I thought we was very brave of him and it arguably, overall, won us the game because we were getting completely dominated. And not that much change once Kadra had gone off. But at the same time, it, we were just, we were, it, it were obvious we were going to concede.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's debatable as to whether this worked. Um, I, I didn't really feel like we got that much better, to be honest. No, but you're
1: probably right, yeah.
0: Well, I don't, no, it's just, just my opinion. I don't... I don't... I mean, the game was... I don't think anything massively changed in terms of like the flow of the game, but I don't know, someone who was watching it more closely may, may disagree with me, I suppose. But yeah, Kadra starts up front. I thought he was really, really poor. I mean, pretty much everybody was, but I, I was really unimpressed with with him, to be honest. Um, and I was delighted when Heckenbottom made this substitution, not in terms of get Kadra off the pitch immediately, but... As you said, it was obvious we were going to concede at some point. Just the way we're playing, we were were having no foothold in the game. We were never going to score with this lineup. Heckingbottom said that himself afterwards that he realised immediately he got the team completely wrong. I'm delighted that he made that change so early because I I mean I think it was the Norwich game, right? I said, "Yeah, yeah. I'd have made the substitutions after half an hour. Like just do it. Like it's not working. The team that's out there right now, it's not working. Get get the real players on. Essentially, obviously five subs." Yeah.
1: Well, sorry, i know it 's only three slots, but with five subs you can afford to do it
0: exactly well you get and you get the half time one anyway, so you know that that doesn 't count as one of the three mm. substitution slots so yeah. if anything there 's even more reason to make a substitution in the first half um Unfortunately, injuries being what they are uh you know we 're bringing on a player who is probably not at the level we need to, to like change this game, and that 's McAtee. that was the only just looking at the bench is the only midfield option, I believe. What, what position does Andre Brooks play?
1: Any idea? I think he's left wing back, isn't he, I think. Yeah,
0: and Sash Dev is obviously a, a right wing back or right back. Yeah. Um, so, in an ideal world, you're bringing on, you know, you're realizing that the game's getting away from us, and you're bringing on Tommy Doyle, who misses game as a precaution, we hear, or Sander mm-hmm. Berger, or someone <laughs> like that. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably why it didn't massively work is that McAtee is just, it's not really a, you know, a, a game changing central midfielder i suppose i'm
1: about to say he's certainly not a central midfielder i think we yeah. needed someone to shore it up i think you'd have been i mean this is the thing we, we haven't got one of those uh, you know flex flex off it we haven't really got a box to box We haven't really got a strong tackler in there you know i mean normal does it really well but he's not a he's not a hatchet man is he or anything like that but although bristol city fans might disagree <laughs> he's in the second half but we do i, I But I've said it loads of times, and other people said it as well. We we need someone like that. We need, for me, we need someone in games like that in particular, just to run around and get stuck in and give us a bit of legs in the midfield. And I suppose the closest we've got is Osborne, and he he, he came into he went into the midfield in the second half for the last fifteen minutes, and he was far from great. But I thought he actually improved the team.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I'm glad you glad you brought that up. Yeah, I think you know, in an ideal world, we we. Doyle is in this squad like even if he mm. is like not being risked from the start and we just go sorry mate you're going to have to play an hour like you're coming on yeah. right now uh, uh, excuse me and Jai's going up top with Sharp and we'll just have a midfield three which has been you know there's been more than good enough against the majority of teams that we've played um, yeah. but yeah I uh, I think you know just to, to deal with the tactical side of this I, I really I really do respect that Heckingbottom did this like that mm. he, he realised I've made a mistake here I'm correcting it now. I'm not doing the standard thing and waiting until half-time. Like, I'm, not, I'm not burning any more minutes. I'm making that change now. And, yeah. uh, and sod the feelings of the player, essentially. which well, this I'm... Is the
1: thing. I think this is the, the other side of the argument, is has a player whose confidence is quite clearly already low been completely demolished uh, by this? I think it's either keeping Kadra happy in this particular match or losing the game. Is what I came back and probably saw it as, mm-hmm. and I'd, I've i seen people say, "Well, Billy Sharp now Albert," and I agree. You know, Billy Sharp, a poor game for him, pretty anonymous, but he's done it before for his Billy Sharp, and that's the difference for me. I think I don't think he's having a great season, Sharp, by his, by his standards, but we we know what he's about. We know he'll work hard. We know he'll you know get his backside in the way of win free kicks not really sure we can say at this moment that we can rely on Kadra to do anything for us. I'm not saying that because he's, he's a poor player, but because he's so inconsistent, which is what the Blackburn fans said, hmm. you probably can't rely on him, in a, especially in a game like that where you get it overrun.
0: Yeah. And I... Uh, I mean, for me, it's always... Uh, I, I i think there's just unnecessary stigma about getting subbed off at all, to be honest. Yeah, okay. It's always annoyed me that like if a player gets... Subbed off after having been subbed on, that like you know, all the media's like, Whoa, it's such a big deal! Like, Well, why is it a big deal? It should mean, you know, why is that any different to a player coming on for the last 15 minutes or something? I, I, I don't know, yeah. it just annoys me anyway. Um, Heckingbottom, uh, Kadri obviously looked it disappointed, he didn't have a hissy fit or anything like that from uh, you know, the camera angles that um, uh, that Sky was showing, uh, yeah, but I, I again appreciate that Heckin bottom like sort of headed this off and his. Post-match comments, I guess, and well, said he had a
1: really good post-match interview for Bottom, which he normally mm. does give him to be fair. And I think he dealt with this really well. And he said, "Like I'm going to have a chat with him because he could have been." And he's he apparently said at half time "You know, you're you're the rest of the team is the reason why I've had to take him off." Yeah, it's your show. fault, and, wasn't it? Yeah. Basically saying, "Yeah, yeah." And I get the arguments of you know this is a player who's low in confidence, but he's he's, he's literally he's, well he's offered next to nothing since he's got here. And you've got to sacrifice, especially. And I it didn't work for him, you know. He, he was losing the game, he was the ball far more than we've seen of late. But we, he's proven it before of what he can do, and that's why you leave him on. And obviously, he got a goal. I'm not saying yeah. Kader won't have scored that, but would he have that now? Um, and you've got to sacrifice him for the team.
0: Yeah, I as a fan, I'm much more bothered about my team winning games than whether everyone's having a lovely time. Like yeah. and. Uh, so he should bottom I suppose you know that's, yeah, that's the thing yeah, that's the thing like. that gets job secure. it's not about having a obviously these two things uh, are not mutually exclusive but you know ultimately he is judged on results not the happiness of the squad and uh, if the team's winning then uh, the majority of people will be happy and I hope Kadra's you know professional enough to yeah. accept it at face value of like you know what Hacking bottom said is, uh, is the truth he needed to make a change could have been anyone and it happened yeah. to be him
1: um and there's a lot of people reading into Kadra about his personality as well, and I don't thinking i mean, Nigel Pearson being one uh, after the game. Yeah, do you want know to talk um, about that? I
0: like, st- I mean, I had a fairly low opinion of Pearson anyway, but he's a bizarre man. What a, a very bizarre man! I—I I can't really say the word that or the words, in fact, that <laughs> spring into mind about him. But I just such a—I don't know—really unpleasant, unnecessary thing to say to be honest. You are an ostrich. No. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, it's, uh, but, but obviously, I think we're Nathan, Nathan Hemingham Hemingway, who, uh, who, he, he tweeted out, he said, he just asked him a normal question, like sort of praising him, saying, because uh, obviously at the post-match press conference, saying, do you feel, does it, does it, Make you feel better that United had to change the tactics by taking Kadra off. And he just went on this massive rant about Kadra, yeah. how unprofessional he is, how he's hard working, how they tried to sign him. And like, oh, I bet he wish he'd sign for us now. Bet he don't wish he'd sign for you, yeah. you Knight.
0: Know? <laughs> <laughs> I know, exactly. It's, it's, it's like, hang on, you can't you can't say both of those things. You can't say yeah. you, you can't say how unprofessional he is, and also, uh, you know, we wish he'd come here. Mm. Weirdo. I thought it was really weird. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, we're really odd.
0: Yeah very strange uh, I looked into this I was quite curious about because obviously Cadra we've you can justify you know very fairly say we haven't seen the best of him mm-hmm. uh, like maybe the reason he's not really done that much is because he hasn't played that many minutes he's not played in a proper his proper position whatever that may be yeah. and also um, I looked at his so I looked at his last season with Blackburn and he he didn't start a game for them until their 17th game last season, which was against Sheffield United, and he scored in that one. After 19 games, which is what we've played now this season, uh, he'd only played slightly more minutes for Blackburn than he has in our first 19 games. And uh, and that's only because he played a full 90 minutes in their 18th game. So it would, you know, it's, it's kind of the same, basically. Mm-hmm. So my point is this is not unfamiliar territory for um, Kadra when he goes on loan to a club. It's basically mirroring his how he started at um, Blackburn last season. And Yeah. Yeah, I, so...
1: I, I do think as well that a lot of fans, maybe myself included, maybe you included as well, based a lot of how good he might be and how polished he is, based on, I think we were even compar- comparing to Gibbs-White by... I think we did say, don't expect another Gibbs-White, but we were excited by the sign signing. Mm. But if you looked at what I got from the Blackburn fans on the view from very similar to what our fans are saying now in that he's really fast but he often like sort of forgets the ball there's like he's inconsistent other you know people say he's a bit he's a bit lazy I don't really see the laziness side I have to say but um, I I, I think this is a really really promising player really talented player who is what 20 years old 21
0: yeah they're about something and and
1: and he's just nowhere near the the finished article and I just, I'm still, I'm still hopeful that he'll, he'll be an asset to us going down the line. But I think there's a massive debate about a player that we don't own, who has not really offered us anything so far, and I'm not really that bothered what he thinks, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. I mean, he's still going to be involved, obviously, because uh, we ain't got anyone else really in attack. Oh. You know, it's, it is, it's Sharp and Kadri, McBurnie starts this game on the bench. Uh, and Jai is starting in a midfield role that definitely didn't work. I think that's the other, that was the other reason of changing, making the early change. It wasn't just um, get another man in midfield. It was please move Jai back to his proper yeah, position because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're like, you know, we're, we're like losing two players there basically. Um, so it, as I said, really, really poor game, um, particularly in the first half. I thought, I mean, you know, they, they, they hassled us, I guess, and, you know, forced us into a few mistakes. But in terms of chances, I mean, there's that, and the Vyman one near the end of the half that he hits the um, – clips the top of the bar. Yeah. But I never felt massively in no, danger.
1: That were a good effort. I don't think it were a big chance in a way. I think it would have been a good finish. Mm. Um, and then they obviously had one about what, a minute after where Wes pushes wide, but I'm not even sure that might be going wide itself. It's almost like a cross shot. Mm. And as you said, I, I went in our time thinking – Right, we've sort of got away with that, but at the same time, I never felt I weren't I never really heart in mouth time. There were one cross in the in the first half where Egan put it over. I think it was Egan mm. put it over, and you think, well, if, if he gets that wrong, and that was probably the most I was like on the edge of my seat in terms of them attacking. And I suppose you could say that we defended well it, it, in a in a weird way. I mean, I think the back three defensively, I thought Jack Robinson's second half were really really good. I thought he had a really shoddy first half where his control were off but it's his first game back all season I'm not going to knock him for that I think like you know he, he looked a bit rusty but I thought second half he did some really good things Robinson and I think Ekubom said after with that experience of him uh, Kieran Clark, Egan that probably got us the three points in the end
0: mm. Yeah I don't think Osborne was giving Robinson much cover either No, uh, I think it was no, Sykes no. the wing back for them that was like just, just bombing past Robinson I'd I'd Not absolutely Robinson sorry Osborne
1: Stevens on Saturday if he's fit
0: I don't understand, like, Osborne's positioning was so weird to me. I mean, I, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a professional footballer or I have any, like, coaching experience, but I was like, it just, he it, it just always looked about five yards. When he was, diff- like, marking someone who didn't have the ball, he was always, like, five yards too far up the pitch. He was, like, level with him rather than goal side. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's all right if you're playing, like, Actually, in a back four or something, but he's like, No, you're essentially midfield. Like, what are you doing? You can't play him offside. We've got three defenders behind you. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought they really, really got him. And uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I would tend to agree about Ender Stevens if possible on Saturday. And um, I know,
1: obviously, we've slagged him. It's not one of those uh, the longer they're out, the better they become. I just think Ender Stevens is a left wing back, which is yeah. probably puts him above Osborne just by default.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're uh, you're swinging me in that direction. The second half uh, is when everything goes to pot in terms of, uh, <laughs> I guess, the, the control the referee had of this game. I actually thought yeah. the referee had a good game for about 70 minutes and then, I don't know, something just changed and suddenly everything was a foul and everything was a yellow card in, in both directions. I think he probably... Maybe missed a foul by Norwood that could have been a red card. Like, I don't know. Maybe we'll get onto that in a second. I suppose because um, the the thing that kind of starts the uh, avalanche of uh, I guess injustice that Bristol City must feel is of course our goal, which um, is pretty clearly
1: offside. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did yeah. you get a sense of this at the time? No. Um, I we. <sighs> we just finished our pint at our time and we met with Travelling Blade uh, at the thing so we sort of saw this goal not in a seat so almost like walking up the concourse back into the into the ground so for me it just sort of happened like, oh, oh hang on we scored do you know what I mean I didn't really <laughs> see the build up to it whatsoever and then obviously I've seen it back and he, people say he didn't touch the ball but he's obviously interfering with play so it is offside
0: yeah, it's about the most you could be interfering with play without touching yeah. the ball, I think. Yeah, yeah McAtee, uh, McAtee sends in a good ball first time from the uh, mm. from the right-hand side. And, uh, yeah, Sharp, well, gets a, gets a hand on a defender, doesn't touch the ball himself, but the defender flicks it on to Njai, who, uh, yeah, very in his, in his predatory position, just nods it into the net for yet another goal. And uh, this one does eventually prove to be the winner. But it was one of them that looked offside, watching in real time and I was sort of only kind of half celebrate because I was like pretty sure the flag's going to go up here. Yeah, I think uh, he and
1: I did he looked around twice.
0: <laughs> and then I a slow <laughs> yeah, slow realization that it is in fact going to count, which was very nice. Um they bring on uh, some I think it was Semenio who came on quite soon after this who is a very decent player at this level I think. Uh yes, he came on in the 60th minute for Sykes and uh, I'm pretty sure it's him that had won just wide of the post
1: um, yeah it was not yeah. long after this yeah I think that's the closest they came in obviously the shot from miles away but that was the one that in the second half I thought it had gone in to be honest from where I was
0: yeah yeah it looked like it was going straight in on TV as well and then yeah they, they smacked the post I think it was Tanner actually just absolutely nails the shot from long range that hits the...
1: Fantastic. Wes is almost ducking out of the way. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I suppose it does hit the outside of the post, but yeah, yeah you're right. He's not getting anywhere near it or foddering him. He's giving up the ghost. Wes is back for this game, we should say, as we uh, as we expected. Davis drops down to the bench. And then there's a few things that start to get a bit... A little bit naughty. I, don't, I mean, there wasn't particularly any... I don't think there were many bad tackles in this game like you know for the first 95 minutes or whatever yeah this norwood one i was like adamant this is not a not a red card and i think it's i was like this is just one of those that you're going to get someone's going to post a screenshot of it on twitter and be like how is this not a red card this is disgraceful because obviously he does catch him on the knee with his follow-through i think it's one of those where a referee could have sent him off and we probably wouldn't have been able to complain about it
1: yeah you won't get rescinded yeah
0: yeah, um, but at the same time, it's two players go for the ball. Neither leaves the feet. He gets the ball and kicks it, and in the act of kicking it, he ends up catching. Um, I can't yeah. remember who it was, but a Bristol City player.
1: Oh, was so the Bristol City main. fans in the view from like it's a horror tackle. It's like, it's uh, not, come on, it, on, I'm not having know. that. Yeah, he's
0: mistimed it, and that's it. Yeah, th- yeah. There was no, uh, there was no malice in that foul. I don't think, no. and I, I, you know, I acknowledge that I'm being a being a homer here. I think, but. Mm-mm. I feel like we do call out when our players make really bad tackles, and I didn't think yeah, this was yeah, one yeah. of them. I, it, yeah, for me, it's referee could have sent him off, but I'm also not shocked that he didn't, and just sort of yeah, it's let it one
1: of those. I, mean, I don't know what I, I saw. Like again, Bristol City in the view from like I wish we had VAR. It's like well, for a start, you don't if you've ever experienced it. But <laughs> uh, you might have for this one game. I, but yeah, yeah, I'm not even sure if VAR overturns that because I don't know if it's a clear and obvious error. I mean. Yeah, he should have undoubtedly been booked, mm. but I don't think he. That's getting turned to a red. But as you said, maybe we're being biased. Maybe we are being biased. But I, I would expect because you know people were texting on the way on saying, "Oh no, I should have gone." You know, really bad. I'm expecting this. Oh go, what's he doing? And I looked at is that? It so maybe I'm looking at it from a. <laughs> I was expecting it to be so bad that it actually was like we're, weren't that bad at all.
0: Yeah, and he. Um... I don't know. As I said, I thought this. I thought the referee was okay for a was pretty good, to be honest, for about seventy-five minutes. But then he, everything just seemed to go to pot around this point. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, he was he was giving us a goal kick when it was like a pretty clear corner. I think the you know, obviously the linesman didn't help him at all with the uh, with the goal that was entirely on him. Uh, and Jai, you know, bursting away on the counter attack, and he does like a, a pirouette and gets his leg taken. And again, I can see why he didn't see that because it it happened very quickly. But at the same time you know you watch the replays it's like well why is he fallen over it's cuz the guy's just took his leg out as he's as he's spinning round um and then uh yeah we we just end up with even more injuries essentially um basham gets taken off kieran yeah. clark comes on we have john the kind of hilarious sight. I don't know why this is hilarious, but it did really amuse me. John Egan playing on the right-hand side. Do you know, I t- laughed. He
1: took a throw. Like, is that John Egan taking <laughs> yeah. a throw? What could he possibly be doing there? Because I didn't realise he'd actually gone to the right, rather than, you know. He looks so <laughs> happy about it. <laughs> 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 and he, he, bro- he broke
0: out a surprisingly long throw as well. I was like, oh, hello. Where, where have you been keeping this all this time? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Jai has cramp as well. I think this is immediately after he gets taken out, actually, on that counter attack, and he's really struggling. He's hobbling around all over the place. I'm trying to think McBurnie. if we've made any other changes at this point. Uh, McBurney's on uh, for Sharp. Didn't really do a lot apart from just <laughs> it was like a, a, a throwback. McBurney performance, like he just ran round and fouled basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did absolutely nothing else. Um, and then, yeah, we get all the way to the uh, eight minutes of injury time, which I was not expecting. I mean, I, am I naive? I really
1: was surprised there was eight minutes of injury I time. I thought when it's... No, I did. I said it, okay. I said at least seven at, at the ground. I said it's going to be at least seven. Because Fodringham went down, obviously, for a bit. That's true. Uh, and I was like, oh, no, not again. You know, what's going on here? And then, obviously, Die went down. Um, and then yeah, Basham was down as well wasn't Basham he? was down as well, well. Off, yeah. Yeah. so I mean,
0: I thought that were about right I have to admit yeah fair enough but in the uh, 97th minute 96th minute excuse me uh, Tanner absolutely totals McAtee sends him flying and uh, yeah out comes the red card Pretty clear red. Uh, there's uh, another inevitable melee. I'm not really sure why. In fact, I, I do want to mention this. Like, Can we stop fating, please? We, like, After oh, the look, whistle's gone in
1: This was so annoying. He you know. got the record out immediately. Like, like, yeah, like, what, what are, we, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know exactly. Getting booked after. You're like, all right, I'm all, I'm all up for people sticking up for the teammates and maybe giving them a... Oh, but you know, push or you know a few choice words or whatever, but not—he had him by the throat, didn't He, <laughs> he had him up like you were like, yeah. <laughs> like a puff <pump> fight. Oh. <laughs> just, just dumb. I mean,
0: you know, Hickeybomb called it out after the Blackpool game. That was like what four or five games ago. Like, come on, just, just be a bit more professional, because I
1: actually thought he was going to get sent off, mm. uh, Baldor. Because yeah, me
0: too.
1: I, I thought. I mean, he he didn't, he didn't. He didn't deserve to be sent off because he didn't actually strike anyone, but. He was so aggressively sort of had him. Obviously, had his shirt. I thought he's off yeah. What, what an idiot! You know. Yeah, it was. Uh,
0: it, it was quite a weird reaction from Tanner. I thought he almost looked like dazed. Like he, I don't know. He's uh, obviously McAtee is kind of fortunate not to be seriously injured, which Hecubob yeah, yeah. confirmed today, and he, and he did complete the game as well. But
1: yeah, yeah, he, 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 he looked hobbled, uh, hobbled to the end. Yeah, Ta- <laughs> there Tanner was a brilliant looked, bit in the. set. I don't know if you saw this with the cameras, but. They had a goal, or their keeper had the ball, and they booted it. And then Dye and Mcatee were our furthest forward players, and they're both literally just hop one leg running back. <laughs> yeah, no, I,
0: do, I yeah, I wanted to mention that. Yeah, that, I was laughing out loud, like it was just the sheer <laughs> comical sight of uh, yeah. you know, two two furthest forward players like just hobbling about trying desperately to pressure defenders. Um, yeah, uh, it was a really really bad tackle, obviously, and uh, yeah. the right decision, but. I don't know, I guess it just sort of soured the mood for Bristol City even more. Was there any... I assume there wasn't much uproar in the ground. Was there at that red card coming Not out? No, I
1: remember, I think, because obviously I'm sat in the away so all I can hear is half and, get him off, send him mm. off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I have to admit, it's a, really, like I say, it's a really nice ground, I thought, Bristol City, but I don't know how many were there, but it seems so empty. It's almost like they didn't have a... There's no one really congregated in one place, if you know what I mean. Oh, that's how it seemed mm. anyway. It's almost like fans up in there, and then a couple of fans here. And, yeah, so it wasn't the greatest atmosphere.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he goes off, and uh, the final whistle. We had, we had a few more balls away, and the final whistle goes. Kieran Clark still manages to get himself booked. Uh, <laughs> I think he's got three yellow cards now this season. I you think know? he's only played, like, 73 minutes or something. Yeah, it's quite so, impressive. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, we, we win one <laughs> I'm absolutely delighted at it. Yeah. Um, I do want to say with McAtee, you know, we've talked about him being lightweight and stuff. I think mm. I think we should give him some credit for staying on here yeah, and, you know, yeah. running around when he was clearly in some discomfort, you know, completing yeah. the game is, uh, yeah, I think, I, I mean, it just shows he's, uh, he's bought in, essentially. He's...
1: Well, like he bought said he couldn't get him off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he wanted to get him off but he said he will not come off and, as I said, I'm not going to, you know, say you were fantastic, McAtee, because I have mm. to admit I didn't really notice him that much but, they were, he worked really hard. I did notice that he was running around and he actually gave us more defensive, I thought, anyway, he gave him more defensive ability than even when flight were on. Yeah, put his
0: shift in, which is very much what we needed in a sort of low-quality game like this where we've got a 1-0 lead. Um, I enjoyed uh, enjoy celebration at full-time as well. As soon as the whistle went, it like you could tell it meant a lot to him that We'd held on basically, yeah, and, and back seen and it too, came on and given it all the
1: come on, come on, all yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Big,
0: I mean, ultimately, you know, I know it is a cliche. It's a cliche thing that people say of like, you know, you, these are the kind of games you win promotion with or whatever. But to get six points out of these two away games after not winning in six, and I think yeah. four, four of those were at home. I think like. Yeah, it's massive. It, re- it really is a big deal to get those six points. And, you know, other teams around us drop points as well. I think QPR and Norwich drew last night, right?
1: It- yeah, 0-0. Nil, nil, yeah, good decent game, actually, for a 0-0. Uh,
0: yeah, I think... Blackburn lost the night before.
1: Blackburn lost. Obviously Reading
0: drew good. or lost, I think. Yeah. Drew, one drew one a, little a good game loot in him. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So, other teams drop points this week. We did not. We are perfect six points out of six. And uh, anything else to say Bristol City before we move on to our next game
1: no not not a game that I'll live long in the memory other than uh, the pubs before
0: <laughs> yeah yeah certainly not um, it, it did feel afterwards my first thought was that is a karmic rebalancing for that game the home game under Chris Wilder in 2017 where we hit the bar and the post I think four times and uh, Fleck got a red card and they won it in the 90th minute after we'd you know, absolutely battered him for about seventy I think minutes. It or... might
1: have been you tweeted that when I was on the coach on the way back, and because I, I was saying, "How did we win that?" and I'm thinking, well, "Do you know what? I don't care." Cause I remember that it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. That one of the horriblest defeats that, that in recent years. I thought, yes. Yeah, um, obviously, but I think Duffy at the post twice himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Sharp at the bar or something. Maybe Goldrick maybe at the bar. I don't... Do you know? I was I was doing Sharp was... at
1: the bar. Oh, come look
0: At the bar with a header. Anyway, might have been. Yeah, I was. Um, that was one of the first episodes of Bladespot. I was still doing it on my own. Um, oh, really? of me. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to go back and listen to that, I think it, I think it was literally me just going, like, I can't believe we lost that <laughs> <laughs> five years ago. Wherever it was. Anyway, uh, Bristol City. We win that game. Uh, regrettably, Burnley, our next opponent, come from behind to win last oh, night. I, yeah, we're I, I, losing
1: when I put it on, uh, because it's so my, my fault that they got two goals. Bob, but but they were losing 2-1, QPR match had finished. I thought i put Radio Sheffield on. As soon as I put it on, and it's 2-2. Oh, God. And then they were like, what, 10 minutes injury time?
0: Yeah, yeah. This, the 100th minute was when they scored the winner, yeah.
1: But By the sounds of it, from what I can gather from people who watched the game, it was very much deserved mm. 10, if not longer, because Rotherham were doing, what well, you know, time. I know we... But people say we've, we've been hypocrites, I think, against Bristol City because we did go down a couple of times and waste time. I think you can tell by the fact that Endai and McAtee were hobbling around, they were actually injured. I think the only yeah. one you could maybe say... And Basham went off. I think the only one that you could say wasn't an injury is maybe Weds, but I don't think he'd just go down for the sake of it. By the And mm. we're doing very much Norwich, prime Norwich tactics.
0: Yeah, they were down to 10 men for, uh, mm. well, I guess the last 25 minutes. Yeah. as well. Um they almost held on. Unlucky. Uh but yeah, they looking at the stats, they definitely deserve to win that Burnley. Um I from what uh, my wife tells me, they were very fortunate to beat Reading in the previous game. Uh where yeah, I think uh company even acknowledged that Reading had like a clear penalty that would have been oh I
1: saw it I saw that yeah I did remember seeing that on the and Burnley
0: basically went straight down the other end and scored the winner
1: Um,
0: but can I shock you Burnley are a very good team this season Um, they are a they're a a top three team in basically every attacking metric you care to look at same defensively as well Um, they're very Swansea like in how they play obviously lots of passes very slow intricate build up uh, they're also the only team that press more intensively than we do, and they do it as well as we do. Um, so, yeah, they are they are probably the best team in the league, I would say. They're statistically one of the best teams in the league. What I would say is that so were Fulham last season, and so were Middlesbrough as well when we played them, and we put eight goals past those two teams. So We've got to respect that this is probably the best team we'll play at home this season, but all is not lost, mate. I, uh, I, I'm i looking forward to this. I, yeah, this I, is I, by it's, it's no like, means a lost cause.
1: I know, and it feels like a big game as well. I think it mm. does feel like a big game. Not in a... You know, if we lose, it's not the end of the world. I, I think a draw would be absolutely fine. I don't want him to get too far in front of us. Well, he's still very early, obviously. But um, I, I think it will... It should, It's possibly the only game, maybe Watford, I don't know, where we're going into this season where we're not fully expected to win, I think. Mm. So yeah, that, I, I imagine you're right, yeah. Yeah, so I, that that makes it better for me. I'm not as nervous like, oh, we outscored after 20 minutes. I know where this is going. Mm. Uh, it should be. But they're a really good side. I mean, they've got a couple of injuries. Brownhill's out, which is fantastic for us. He's he's suspended. Rodriguez apparently is a doubt. Cullen's another player from for them. I think they're going from Luton. Mm. Uh, and I think Teller as well, by all accounts, was looking a bit worse for wear.
0: Um, Ooh, he, yeah. uh, he gave his fits, didn't he, for Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah so I think they I mean from uh, just going from the views that I've got so far they're basically saying they're a bit of a walking wounded as we are. I don't think they'll have 40,000 injuries like we have but <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be playing a fully fit then let's put it that way yeah
0: and uh, I imagine we're going to have something closer to a stronger side out ourselves than we did the mm-hmm. other night I mean Armadozic obviously suspension over he comes straight back yeah. in that's that is a, a really big deal I think uh, Ender Stevens potentially at left wing back. Uh, either Robinson or Clark will start on the left. Doyle surely will. Oh, surely we're going to start a third midfielder. Um, yeah, Doyle. What was it? bottom said earlier. I think the quote when it was like we're hoping to have him available for Saturday, which is always worries me when it's yeah. phrased like that. Yeah, but so hopefully.
1: That's yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hopefully he starts, and then it's McBurney and uh, and Ajay up top, and. Yeah, that's, that's a team with plenty of quality. I think uh, I, I'm expecting a really good game, and I, I think we can win, and a draw would be absolutely fine. Um, but, yeah, it should be should be an entertaining one, I think. It would be very, very nice to end the unbeaten run, which is extremely long now. How, how many yeah. games are unbeaten? Are they, like, 10, 12? It was yeah, even longer. One have lost,
1: lost one all season. Um, i seen them a couple of times this season. The horrible side. Like you said, I don't think they're, like, you know top Premier League class or anything like that. But they are a really, really, really good championship I play good football, threats all over really. So it's going to be a really tough game. I am looking forward to it. And as you say, I think we probably, re- I'm hoping we rested Doyle on Tuesday mm. uh, because of this game. Before yeah. You know, we'd, better, we'd rather have him fit for this one. Uh, and same about Bernie as well. You, Bernie plays every week if, he, if he's fully fit. I imagine he was another one who, we, we thought Rival saving for Burnley so I think we will have a better team out obviously Anel back as well um, we're looking more like uh, looking more solid in defence I think it's safe, safe to say in terms of players with Kopp mm. being back Stevens being back Robinson being back
0: Fodrigan being back
1: Fodrigan being back we're, and obviously Anel as well as I said so we are looking a lot more solid so yeah it should be a good game it should be a good game I think it'll be very tight
0: yeah i can as a, as a fan i kind of like these games where we're not going to have much of the ball in a weird way like you know i, I wouldn't want it every single week because i don't think it's a recipe for success but <laughs> yeah. you know i quite yeah. like going up against a team who they're just going to come over and be like right we're just going to pass the ball forever like you're never going to get the ball and i i think we have players to exploit that particularly in enjoy and potentially in people like um you know this, this could be a game where bulldog makes a a really, you know, big impact on the game just with his energy, you know, like on the counter attack, getting forward. Yeah. McBurney, um, you know, if he can just find a find a, a bit of space to, you know, fire in one of these great shots that he keeps producing at the moment. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I just think it lends itself. Uh, I feel like it lends itself to a, an exciting, fun experience from our point of view. Just like every time we get the ball, it could be, you know, one of them. You just sort of thinking like we might not have this again for a couple of minutes. So. Let's do something with it right now. Let's just drive straight at them and, and attack. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, very much looking forward to this game. It it does feel a little bit um yeah, I I guess what you were saying about um you know, us as not being the favorites for this one. I mean maybe we are by the bookies, but that's not how it feels to me as no, a fan. No, no. Um kind of takes pressure off a little bit. I, I don't yeah, uh, I think every other team every other game we've played this season I was uh, I knew beforehand I would be disappointed to lose the game whereas this one I probably won't and uh, I will be absolutely ecstatic if we do pull off the win obviously yeah, um, yeah. anything else you want to say uh, at all about the Blades no, I mean, I'll, feelings no I another
1: thing, obviously this is going to be the first match uh, since the don't stand up oh yeah <laughs> announcement or whatever it is uh, yeah so that'll be interesting shall <laughs> we say yeah
0: yeah, I, I, I don't really know what to make of that apart from it. it was just really badly communicated I know it's not the club's yeah. fault that they've been asked to do this and we're not selling t- any new tickets on the cop, but um, yeah they could have communicated a lot better I thought it's the and, communication
1: uh, thing I mean it's quite evident now why those shivers were on the cop in the first games of the season Why yeah. don't you just let us know, what? I don't know Yeah, yeah the, thats it. Like, not it isn't we've it We've had yeah. some complaints from whoever everyone seems to think it's the council obviously you know but of Complain or whatever just let us know and then you might be but now that it's it were quite a i won't say an aggressive statement but it were almost like a Robert at the final stage now I mean, like what
0: <laughs> yeah i know i i don't i don't appreciate getting an email that's like i know it's not you know it's not personally addressed to me but it is it is i don't know it, it just it just it got my back up a little bit i guess you know which i obviously it did for uh, <laughs> a large number of United fans. It's yeah. like, you know, sort of. I'm a, you know, paying like hundreds of pounds to come and see you every season. Like at least, yeah, you know, yeah. at least treat us with a bit more respect, I guess. But um, yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't really have a lot else to say about it. It will be. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if there's any uh, <laughs> repercussions. I yeah, suppose. No, n- yeah. no pyrotechnics as well this weekend. Oh
1: yeah, pyrotechnics. Uh, <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen past, just think I've yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lost, lost the plot. Uh, but yeah, um, I, do we even have them? I don't know. Uh,
0: home games sometimes, I guess, more more prevalent away. I suppose, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We'll see. it's, it's an early kick off, anyway. So uh, yeah, but I'm too tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, mate. We'll uh, we'll wrap up there. I'm, I'm surprised we managed to talk that long about that game, to be honest, because it was pretty dull. Um, but a very, very welcome win for the Blades. And uh, yeah, do you know I haven't actually looked at the league table since uh, last night's game, but I imagine what we top. Talk- we must be top four, third. Fourth fourth. Uh, look at that, yeah. looking good with a game in hand on Blackburn as well. Who I'm convinced are not very good at all. So um, yeah. Yeah, top uh, uh, a top two position. Uh, if we get, a, well, if we win, oh no, forget it. Whatever.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'd I'd take six points out of the next year. I think that'd be a fantastic return. Um, yeah, but, just because of where we've been in in the obviously the six game winless streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we can get another six points, we're right in there. All we want, all we were saying is just be within touching distance by the time the World Cup comes. And yep. we should be able to get some players back. If we win two out of the next three, we absolutely will be. Yeah, Last uh,
0: last week of the Blades for a little bit, so uh, enjoy it, everyone. Oh, Make yeah, I'd just a... like to
1: say as well, because I was ranting to you about this, <laughs> I don't think people keep saying about, oh, we're all right in World Cup, because we only end dying, Adam Davis away. There's some international friendlies being played mm. at the same time as the World Cup. What's going on? So Egan's going to play his 4,000th game of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Full so 90 Adam, minutes both times.
1: Full 90 minutes. Sanderberger, I mean, hopefully he'll not be called up, but you never know because this If he no, gets he,
0: called up, I'm 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 shoes off in the carport, mate. That's, yes, yeah. that's but the Norwegian
1: manager already wants him to leave, so like leave United. So he might call him up just as a right. You're playing. Uh, Stevens will probably get called up as well. Kieran Clark will probably get called up for Ireland. You know and just stop playing Ireland in particular
0: <laughs> it's it's mental as international Like unless it's a warm up game for a team that's at the World Cup then it's, yeah. it's mental but no Ireland-Norway like well, why are you doing that Ireland-Molter I've played two
1: games in three days
0: <laughs> so we're Ireland I think I've been playing like oh, 17th and 20th I think
1: wow. just like stop no one cares <laughs> nobody's getting anything out of these international friendlies if you aren't qualified just do what we're all doing and stay at home and watch it <laughs>
0: <laughs> very well said well we we'll are finished there mate um <laughs> Yeah, where what, what you got a plug? Uh, your, your new midweek Madeley. More, uh, you, is your new article out tomorrow
1: on the Pinch? Oh yeah, I called out on the uh, on the Pinch tomorrow. Um, a monthly review. Um, Madeley episode midweek Madeley is out, and we're doing one with you tomorrow. Recording to review tomorrow. Premier League. Um, oh, you are, are you? Thirty years of the Premier League. I'm going to give our favourite moments and stuff out. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then the view from Bristol City, which were probably the spiciest
0: of the season, I think. Oh uh, yeah, that was good actually. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Was, I was saying to you, I can't, I can't articulate what makes a good view from, but yeah. that was a good one. That was one of the better ones for a while. So yeah, do do check that one out. That's uh, roy'sviewfrom.com. And uh, yeah, we'll finish there, mate. I'll, uh, well, I'll hopefully see you Saturday, either before mm. or after, for a, a few drinks and. Yeah, like so we're uh, so we're celebrating a first home win for a little while. I can't remember the blooming last one. Was it Reading? Is that our last
1: home win? Yeah, I've not seen his win at home since Blackburn. <laughs> <So,
0: laughs> this yeah. like a thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Darren Bond referee, so he'd at least get to look at some good hair, even if the match itself. No, is that
0: it. He's had it cut. I know. Do you not know remember? I think, what? Uh, I th- uh, the last time he refed us, he didn't have uh, he didn't have the good hair at the Swansea what game. I'm sure he'd had a haircut. I think it was for charity or something. He said.
1: I've missed this.
0: I'm sure there was a thing that he'd had his hair cut for charity. I'm but really hoping it. i brilliant. I'm gonna le- I'll leave this in the podcast and everyone could just tell me what an idiot I am. Uh fair enough. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he's had it cut. Anyway, uh, <laughs> weird way to finish it. Um thanks for your time, mate. I I uh, appreciate it. and uh yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh we'll hopefully see yourself on Saturday, Paul. And uh yeah. Thanks very much. Talk to you in a bit.
1: Yep. See you later, mate.